So today is such a special episode of Cat on the Loose for two reasons. First, because we are celebrating the three-year anniversary of this pet project that I love so much and is growing such a nice audience worldwide. I cannot believe it's been three years. What an incredible journey it has been, not only for my work, but also uh, for myself in terms of dating, in terms of how I relate to people. The cat that I was three years ago, the stories that I told three years ago, the stuff I used to put up with, is so, so different from the woman that I am today. And it has most definitely been amazing. And I want to thank you guys for listening. I really want to thank you for sending me so many messages, for posting reviews. I even want to thank the critics because you know what? I take everything to heart and I want to try to make the best possible work for everyone. And those of you that write to me and tell me that you are dating better, that you're having great sex, that you're in happier relationships because of something you listened on the podcast, it makes me so, so happy and it makes me feel that I'm doing my job. So thank you guys so much with all my heart. And I hope you enjoy today's guest. He is so intelligent, so successful, Max Lugavery. He has a super successful podcast called The Genius Life. He wrote a bunch of best-selling books, including The Genius Diet. I highly recommend you guys try it out. And I think it's very fitting for today that we talk about wellness, that we talk about our bodies, that we talk about living well, aging well, and eating well. So I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. And I have to say, it is thank to the help of a dear friend, Mojde Bahamin. She's the CEO and owner of Privé LA Luxury Concierge, Concierge Services. And she's been friends with Max and she actually made the bridge, introduced us and made it possible for him to be here today. So she's also participating as my sidekick on this episode. Thank you so much with all my heart, Mojde. And before I let you guys listen, I also want to thank Divas Never Age Organic Skin Care, founded by my dear friend Ricardo Chavez, a very talented actor and entrepreneur. Divas Never Age has been supporting my work for so many years, and it means so much to me because when you're getting a project started, it's really, really tough getting it off the ground. It's an uphill battle, and I truly appreciate their support. Divas Never Age is certified organic, natural vegan, cruelty-free, which is so important to me if uh, because I am an animal lover. And the serums are insanely, insanely powerful and potent. It's something that you have to try to believe. And to celebrate Cat on the Loose three-year anniversary, Divas Never Age is offering 50% off all their products, no code needed. Go to their Instagram, Divas Never Age, or the website, divasneverage.com, and purchase the very powerful organic all natural serums at 50% off right now. Amazing! Thank you so much, Divas. I love you. And now, with no further ado, here is Max Lugavery and my adorable dear friend that helped make this happened, Mojde Bahamin. Hi, beautiful girlies and boys out there. I am so excited, first of all, because this is the 
three-year anniversary of this podcast. I cannot even believe that I've been through all of that. And here we are celebrating three years of Cat on the Loose. And I had to bring a very special guest and a very special sidekick. So let me introduce them first of all, and then we're going to rock and roll. Max Lugavir. Hi, Max. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? It's great to be here. I'm insanely, I'm, I'm insanely honored to have you because obviously you're like a rock star. Oh, thank <laughs> you. I don't know. I wouldn't go that far. But... <laughs> and I have to say, my sidekick, a very, very dear friend, Mojde Bahamin. Hi, Mojde. Hi. She's the CEO of Privé. Privé is a luxury concierge service. So if you guys are interested in having access to the sexiest, most private events on the planet. She's your chick. She, I don't even know how you do it, but like if you want to go to, to the Oscars, Formula One, Monaco, Cannes, you name it, you get people in, right? Correct. That's what you do. So she's the guy if you want to have access. So are you guys ready to rock and roll? Let's rock and roll. Okay, let's rock and roll. Uh, Max. Can you give people like a little bit of your background, like for those that are listening to us, listening to Carondelus that don't know what you do? Can you tell us? Yeah, my job is pretty nerdy, but I love it. I wake up every day excited to do to do what it is that I do. And what I do is I consider myself a health and science journalist, podcaster, author, filmmaker, and I focus primarily on health and wellness, nutrition science, fitness, longevity, brain health. Um, I've written num a number of books. Some of them are bestsellers. Actually, all of them are all of them are bestsellers. My first book was called Genius Foods. My most recent book was called Genius Kitchen. I host a podcast called The Genius Life. Uh, I'm working on a documentary, which I hope to have out at some point, either this year or next year, called wow. Little Empty Boxes is the current working title. Um, and yeah, so I... I do a lot of things, but all kind of centered around that, you know, helping fantastic. people live better. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, because I love the subject. And and when I said I was going to interview you, a lot of people send messages, but how does that tie up? Because my podcast is about sex, dating, and relationships. And people are like, but how does that tie up? And and so here goes. I'm going to say it, and, and we're going to jump into the first question. And you jump in, Mojde, anytime you want, okay? I said, to me, it's major, major important. And I think it affects all kinds of relationships we have in our lives, our dating lives, our sex lives, how you relate to people, the way you take care of yourself. I think wellness is like, and I say that many times on my podcast, and I don't mean to be harsh, but I, I think the, the world sees us from the outside in. So the way you take care of yourself, the way you eat, the way you, you care about your health definitely affects the way people are going to relate to you. Do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. It's um, you've got to take care of like number one, you know, you have to secure the base and the base is you. You've got to make sure that you're eating well, living a healthy lifestyle so that, so that you feel good in it. So you're able to show up as the best version of yourself in the world. I mean, if you're going on a first date, don't you want to be the best version of yourself? Like when you're making a first impression? Yes. You know? She's making that cute face. Like, I disagree, but okay. Wait, why do you disagree? Why? <laughs> we just had a conversation in the car. Yeah, what was so that? I think you should be yourself and you shouldn't like, you know, try too hard. Yeah, I, I, um, but I'm not saying, I'm not saying, because in LA, there's a lot of like people show up and they, they, they present oh, yeah. as caricatures totally. of, the, of themselves. Totally. But, but not only in LA, by the way anywhere yeah. it's like a worldwide phenomenon <laughs> that people like 
fake it a lot, you know, fake who they are, put phony photos out there, la, 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 la. But I don't think that's what you're saying. I think uh, when you meet someone, you, you want to be not fake, but yeah, I think you want to present yourself like the best possible person you can be. Yeah, the best ver- the best version of yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. if totally. you're feeling grumpy, if you've got you know stomach issues going on, if you're eating a uh, you know uh, a pro-inflammatory lifestyle, then you know you're going to show up differently than if you were nourishing your body and exercising yeah. to allay some of the anxiety and the stress and the yeah. you know that we all feel as as part yeah. of the human experience. Totally. Then I think your your odds are going to be higher. I mean, dating <laughs> dating's hard. Don't you want to like? Dating is a nightmare. We're going to get into that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think that um, what she's saying is that when you meet someone, you also want to be like natural and, and how you really are. She's how, right. How, yeah. I, I agree. But let's say, and I don't want to be mean, but like if you don't take care of your health, you don't take care of how you eat, you're a little obese, overweight, na, 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 na. That's the first impression people are going to have of you. Yeah, I mean, the weight thing is like, you know, beauty is subjective. People are into different body type, yeah. you know, like there's different strokes for different folks. But I'm just saying like from a, from a, from just a subjective, how you feel, how you show up, you want to be the best version of yourself that you can be. And I think yeah. like food isn't everything, but it does go a long way. Um, your lifestyle isn't, you know, people have like different, different situations in life. You know, there some people have stressors in life that they just can't escape, but in terms of stacking the odds in your favor and doing the best you can, I think it's like, yeah, taking care of your body is is like the first line. Yeah, 1 million percent. Okay, so now a, a very interesting and important question that maybe you can help us. So I talk a lot about sex and dating, of course. I'm single. I was married for 14 years. And during my marriage, I had a horrible, horrible sex life with my husband. It sucked, honestly. Uh, but I don't cheat. I don't lie. So for 14 years, I had really, really shitty sex. Why was it bad? For many, he was very conservative. He was lazy. He didn't like it that much. Yeah, that's a whole other episode. (laughs) But it sucked. Mm -hmm. So once I got divorced, la, 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 fast forward, I decided, you know, I I, I am very sexual. I want to have the best sex of my life, and I want to have a lot of it. And I tell guys, no pressure, but I tell guys, like, even before I, I, I meet them, like I said, look, you better have a lot of energy. I want to have fantastic sex. If you don't like as much as I do, sorry, you're out. I don't want to have the same situation again. Well, he's, <laughs> he's like laughing. Now, that's the question for you. Because it's not just me. When I talk about it on the podcast, I literally get dozens and dozens of messages from women all over the world with the same complaint. Like, oh, my boyfriend is so lazy, like three times a week, or we have sex for like 15 minutes and he takes a nap. And it's like, oh, no. a lot of women nowadays have a lot of sexual energy and they complain about their partners. So since you are a nutritionist specialist, is there anything that guys can actually do when it comes to their food? <laughs> that actually increases sexual appetite and energy or not? Well, yeah, there are a few things. I would say, one, don't eat a low-fat vegan diet because those kinds of diets are associated with reduced testosterone, which is a really important sex hormone, primary sex hormone for men. Women have testosterone too, but testosterone is like the fire in the, in the belly, you know, to, it supports libido, supports sexual performance it's a powerful motivating hormone 
And so you want to optimize for testosterone. And there are many ways to do it. But primarily eating a diet that is, yeah, I would say not a low-fat diet. Not a really? low-fat diet. And a diet that includes, I would say, animal animal products. Yeah. yeah. How about um, the oysters uh, myth? Is it a myth or is it true that, like, you know, people say if you eat a lot of oysters, you, you want to have sex? I've Yeah, I've looked into this. There's, I mean, the best explanation that I could find is that, well, there's two things. One is that oysters, there's like a mouthfeel and a texture and a sensation that, there's something sexual about it. Because we like, whoa, yeah. the girl <laughs> licking it up. <laughs> there is something. Uh, so it's like, it's psychological. Yeah. So there is a little uh. bit of that. But then also, and I, I don't believe that this is going to have like an acute effect necessarily, but it might have a cumulative, like long-term effect, particularly if you, you know, don't eat a, a, a particularly nutrient dense diet is that oysters do contain a lot of micronutrients that mm -hmm. can support testosterone. Mm -hmm. production for example zinc oh yeah zinc so you think the key is uh get your testosterone in check get your sex hormones in check yeah this and this applies to both men and women but um men in particular i think today are suffering from there's a lot of men subjectively i'm not a clinician so you know i can't speak from like personal experience running labs and such but i know a lot of men who um complain of low libido and report low level low testosterone yeah um that they're getting you know there's they're seeing this from their doctors a lot of people at, at younger than expected ages are going on like trt right you know but it, interesting enough i was listening to a bunch of your podcast episodes yesterday and i i have read your book uh, a lot of people don't think that there are things that you can do in terms of like changing what you eat, changing your nutrition. You know, like I talk to a lot of my guy friends and, and they say, oh, I got to go to the doctor. I got to do like hormone therapy, la, la, la. But because I'm a true believer that um, most of our health issues get fixed by what you eat. At least that's for me, it works. Like I rarely go to the doctor. I don't like like medication. But I, I adjust, like, what my diet needs. But interestingly enough, like, a lot of guys don't have that information. Yeah, you know? they should. Also, a lot, just adding to the testosterone diet conversation, high-sugar diets, you know, junk food diets, mm -hmm. um, ultra-processed food diets mm -hmm. um, can also are also associated with lower levels of testosterone. There was a study that found that um, just one high-sugar drink, like a very high-sugar drink, reduced testosterone by... I believe about 25%. Oh my God. And that's sustained for two hours. And so, you know, not everybody is going around slamming 75 grams of glucose in one sitting, but I mean, many people today over consume sugar. I mean, that's like a well-known yes. fact. So what is like the, can you give us an example of a drink that of all the guys out there listening should not have if you're on a date or if you want to have hot sex? <laughs> sugar sweetened beverages, I think are the worst, like sodas, fruit juices, I would avoid, but even sugary mixers in, in, mm -hmm. in alcoholic beverages. Right. So if you're going to drink, like maybe have a clear drink like uh, yeah. vodka soda yeah i mean red wine actually has lower levels of sugar than i think most people would would think um red wine you know wines are, are a good option um i mean alcohol is not healthy so you know first thing right. you want to want to preface with that like it's better to not drink but i drink occasionally um me and Mojda had a drink, you know, when we, when we no first. No way. Yeah. No way. No, she had a drink? I don't know. 
do, do you have a picture of that? Because I've never seen this woman. She's always like, I don't drink. Maybe she didn't. Maybe it was. Tea. Maybe that was just me. When was that? Maybe, when was that? Uh, maybe it was someone else. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Come on, spill the beans. No, I think it was beans, probably nice. me, and that's why I'm projecting. Yeah. She, made me, she made me nervous. <laughs> she made you nervous. Yeah. You're blushing. A little yeah. bit. <laughs> she is very cute. I well, look say. at her. I know she's she's a hot tamale. Yeah, she's super cute. Both of you guys, you're hot as hell. We I'm met at that. Wow, thank you. <laughs> and by the way, uh, my dear cat on the loose population, you're welcome because today's like major eye candy here for you guys. So make sure you watch the videos on on yeah, <laughs> social I'm media. Single, guys, uh, and so are you. Yes, we're both single. We you met. guys. So okay, parentheses. You guys want to tell the story how you met? <laughs> Yeah, well, we met, it was Halloween, not this past Halloween, but the one before. Isn't that crazy? We've known each other for over a year. Yeah. That's wild. Um, yeah, it was Halloween. We were at San Vicente Bungalows. I was invited by my friend Jenna. Mm. And uh, I remember I was like just kind of doing a lap around the club and I saw her and I thought she was the cutest girl there. And um, I think we locked eyes. And it wasn't until later that we were both kind of on the dance floor and I... Um, I mean, I wasn't dancing or anything, but like I went up to her and I tried to, and I, I initiated conversation and she was very sweet and present and, uh, yeah, we got each other's numbers. Ooh, so it was a Halloween romance. Halloween romance. I was wearing a big bunny onesie. No way. Yeah. Are you serious? I was, yeah. I was wearing a bunny onesie. And he was attracted with the bunny ones. I mean, with those eyes. Right, look at his eyes. And what was she wearing? Ooh, what was she wearing? Um, Very little. Better remember. Oh man, was it was it like a was it like a sexy like housemaid outfit or something? No. God, yeah, my memory. What was it? She doesn't remember. I don't remember. Probably some really sexy little number. Okay, so you guys meet on Halloween. You exchange numbers. Then you went on a few dates. You know, guys want to spill the beans? Come on, this is, let's let's spice this up. Come on, come on. You guys went That's on a few dates. Yeah, well, we went to um, we went to uh, a hotel bar here in L.A. called Petite Hermitage. Mm, I love that place. Yeah, it was really fun. And um, then we went to, we went on a second <laughs> date. We went to a, a place on Sunset, a restaurant that I really like called Tess. Oh my god, I love that restaurant. I love it, yeah. I love it. It's one of my favorite LA restaurants. It is mine too. How funny. I, I went on a date like two years ago. I'm, uh, the, the date was a disaster, but I never <laughs> forgot the food. Yeah. <laughs> I love the food there. It's so good. The food is great. And it's also very, it's known for its like wine selection. They have yes. a great wine selection. Yes, the chef is amazing. Okay, so you guys went on two dates. Yeah. And then you became friends? Yeah, pretty much. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, I um she's totally quiet. She's just <laughs> smiling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have like I have like commit commitment issues and Ooh, and when God. I this is what happens to me when I find a girl that's like really really cool. Uh-huh. I want I don't want to like destroy that that relationship. Mm-hmm. And so you you become friends. And and she also did I mean, not to say that the ball was in my court. Like the woman I think always has control at first, but like Mm-hmm. You know, I just thought I had, t- I, I developed tons of respect for her and she's just a, Aww, yeah. That's, you know, it's funny because I do, person. yeah, I do that a lot too because like 99% of my friends are men and people, and a lot of them I met on dating apps and we become like best, best friends and a lot of them are my clients 
And because of that reason, I'm like, oh my God, I love this person so much. I feel like if I date them, if I fuck them, it's going to fuck everything up. So I prefer to keep the friend forever. That's kind of bad, right? (laughs) It's, well, yeah, I don't know. Well, I typically maintain friendships with girls that I, women that I, that I go out with, which I'm very proud of. I'm I'm happy about that. Yeah. Because there are, I encounter through dating lots Mm. of really wonderful people. Totally. Yeah. What a shame it would be if you aren't able to maintain like relationships there. Yeah. They don't have to be intimate or, or sexual. They can be intimate in other ways, you know? 100%. So you're single. You've never been married. Correct. And you have commitment issues, but you are like actively dating and and looking around. Yeah. And I'm aware of those issues. I think over the past two years, I've become like aware of them. And, you know, I think the first step to healing is awareness. Yeah. I'm not going to say that I'm healed, but I'm like (laughs) aware of them and trying to, trying to circumvent them. Yeah. I don't know. I feel that a lot of people say they have commitment issues until you find that one person that changes the game Mm. so you never know like i have so many guy friends that said i'm never gonna get married i'm never gonna get married i'm never gonna do this again and girlfriends as well and then all of a sudden you meet someone they're like okay maybe i'm gonna concentrate on this person so you never know (laughs) yeah yeah, she's right. She yeah. agrees. She agrees. But however, in the meantime, all the, the girls out there listening, if they want to message you, right? Go for it. Yeah, I am single. <laughs> I am single. <laughs> okay, back a little bit to your theme, nutrition. Uh obviously you 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 have the super healthy lifestyle. You talk about it in your books, right? You eat clean, you do the whole podcast about um how to have a better life through nutrition through wellness do you ever break the rules like you said you drink a little bit but like how is like can you tell us a little bit like your your everyday life do you eat clean all the time are you radical about what you eat um i eat i say i definitely walk the walk i eat um yeah i eat pretty clean all you know the vast majority of the time because i genuinely enjoy it i like feeling good i have health goals you know i think everybody should have have health goals that i'm pursuing um and so yeah but i you know to me it's like it's not extreme to the point where i can't like go out to restaurants like i go to restaurants very often and Mm -hmm. i just like i i look at the menu and i see like what there is on the menu for example that that fits in line with my sort of dietary philosophies or, or, or what have you. I mean, I, I definitely like, I love exercise. I exercise pretty often, but I'm not like obsessed. I think in a, in LA, the difference is you see a lot of people who are obsessed to the point of allowing their, you know, their, their lifestyles to become dysfunctional yes. in, in many ways. I mean, I, there's a, there are a lot of women in this town. Uh, and I, and I know this that have like, disorder patterns of eating, you know, yes. un- unhealthy relationships oh with food and men too, by the way. So it's not, this is not exclusive to women, but, um, but yeah, I don't think I, I have any of those issues. Mm-hmm. Def- like certainly so you not. eat. Yes, yes, yes. And in, and in fact, one of the most attractive characteristics in women, in my opinion, is a healthy relationship with food. Totally. I have a very healthy relationship with food and I love when women have it. But to me, having a healthy relationship with food doesn't mean occasionally drinking an extra large Coke 
or <laughs> or you know just binging to the point of like you know because there is this there's this weird kind of blurring of what it means to have a healthy relationship with food. Part of ha having a healthy relationship with food to me means respecting your body yes. enough to not put trash into it. And today we live in a, a food environment where there's just a lot of trash, a lot of garbage. Oh my know? God. Yeah. Especially I, I know Americans, I'm sorry, but I think it's a culture that they love junk so yeah. much, but I agree with you. Like my culture, I'm half Brazilian and half French and it's two cultures that love eating. Eating is a huge part of our lives. And I love, I yeah. love Brazilian food. I yeah, love French Brazilian, food. Exactly. Once and you I, get out of the U S you yeah. see like all these cultures yes. and, their, and their food. It's just amazing. Yeah. Like I would never yeah. want to be the kind of person that travels to Brazil and like doesn't get to indulge in Brazilian cuisine. Right. I yeah. know. And I say, and people ask me all the time, because I love my wine and I love wine and cheese and the baguette. And I'm never going to be like that radical and say, okay, I'm never going to have a baguette in my life. I'm never going to eat cheese. And yes, I see so many girls, especially in LA because of the Hollywood culture and everything. Mm -hmm. They're insanely radical. I have friends that take girls out on dates and they like order a salad and they eat lettuce. And I think that's like really disgusting because yeah, it's sexy and it's fun and it's a huge part of life, right? So it's not about being radical, but it's about like respecting your body and finding like a middle ground. A hundred percent. And so many girls, I mean, they, they think that what eating healthy is, is eating salad all day long. But meanwhile, so many girls are walking around bloated yeah. and they have digestive issues. I mean, girls with stomach problems is like a trend on TikTok. Really? Yeah. Hot I didn't girls. know that. Did you know that? Wow. Yeah. She is a horrible eater. <laughs> Guilty. Wow. Yeah. She will go like the whole day without eat. No. And then she's like, oh, I think I'll have a shake. Yes. I do. Well, when I'm stressed. When I'm stressed, I can't eat. You okay? gotta be but careful. I eat. Yeah. I don't really. Yeah. Eat. yeah. You see me. She's, yeah, she, I, yeah. I, yeah, well, I yeah. Know, she so, yeah. eats, but yeah. she will go like long, stressed, yes. go, yeah, long periods of time, like, you know, without yeah. eating. And that can be really bad for, for your health, right? Wow. She got caught. I mean, that, that was like, a, that was a call. No, but I, from my, my experience, she's got a very healthy, very healthy relationship with food. Yeah. And she doesn't drink, which is amazing. Yeah. I once dated a girl um, for a couple months and uh, it was very clear that she had, she had, issues with food and, and still does like i you know i still follow her yeah, on instagram i don't think i have issues with no. food, especially coming back no, from my culture don't. persian yeah. you know we always yeah. eat persian food is persian. so freaking yeah. good oh my god is there anything you don't eat ever well generally i try to eat a i try to eat a gluten-free diet i don't eat a lot of bread and pasta and things like that and if i do eat pasta it's going to be like the chickpea pasta that you get at whole foods things oh, really? like that yeah mm -hmm. um that's kind of how i eat pasta uh i I, you know, I generally eat a, a fairly high protein diet. So, you know, I'm not going to be happy if I'm, you know, at a restaurant and, and you know, there's like work, people are ordering for the, for the table and mm -hmm. like, there's not a copious amount of protein. Like I don't, you know, I'm not into plant-based diets. I'm not into like veganism, although I, I love plants. I love fruits and vegetables. Um, but generally, yeah, like I'm, I, I, I tend to prioritize protein. Um, I don't eat fried food generally, like things like that. Now, okay, so let's say you go on a date with a girl to a restaurant and she is not the healthiest eater and she orders like a huge bowl of pasta or eats a lot of bread, la la la, cosmopolitan drinks. Like, is that a deal breaker for you or, or do you think you could date somebody that doesn't follow the same lifestyle as you do? They don't have to be, a, they don't have to be as passionate about it as me. They don't have, you know, I don't want 
them to be obsessed. They don't have to eat the same way that I do. But I generally would, I, I know that I would have a hard time dating a vegan. I know that I would have a hard time dating somebody with an unhealthy relationship with food. Because food yeah. plays a major role in my same, life. I same. love cooking. I love cooking steaks. Yeah. I love cooking fish, things like that. But yeah, I couldn't, you know, I mean, even even like red meat, I would have a very hard time dating somebody who didn't eat red meat. Power, I'm not yeah. judging. I'm not making a judgment. Right. That not, that's not the person for me. The one of the key, I think, indicators of like or predictors of of relation long term relationship success is shared values. Yes. You know, so if somebody doesn't value their body and like value food in the way that I do, it's just it's probably not going to work out. Oh know? my god, I agree with you one million percent because I have gone on dates with guys that like you know I talk for mm-hmm. a long time and then we get to the restaurant and when I see the way they eat. I immediately know, like, that's not the person for me. Like, I went on a date uh, to Spago. You know Spago? It's one of my favorite restaurants in L.A. And I got there, and when we get there, the guy tells me he's a vegetarian, and he's (laughs) vegan, and he's this and he's that, whatever. And he literally wants to eat. He orders a burrata salad for us to share. And when the, no, listen, and when the burrata (laughs) salad arrives, it's, what is burrata? It's tomatoes and a burrata in the middle, right? So he gets a few tomatoes and puts on his plate. So I'm going to get him a little chunk of the burrata. He's like, oh, no, I don't need the burrata. I'm like, then why did you order a fucking salad? Oh, all I eat is the tomatoes. Oh, my God. So I was like, okay, you come. What a weirdo. No freaking kid. But, you know, believe it or not, right, it's such a big part of our lives. I'm like, I don't want to be dating this dude. Like, can you imagine dating somebody that... Of the whole menu, like, all you're going to do is pick on tomatoes. That's a little much, Yeah, right? I, I don't want to be around people like that. I exactly. just don't. Sorry. You just had a flashback. I remember when we went on a date. Max ordered for both of us, and it took us 20 minutes. He was just, like, reading, like, every single thing in the menu. <laughs> okay, no. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, so she's saying, I'm like, well. No, which it was, it was amazing, because I really don't want to, like, I love you know, guys that order, Yeah, too. yeah, me too. I, love, I think it's I, so yeah, sexy. It's so sexy. It's I want like, them to take so over, cool. yes. you know, especially right now. Do you remember what he ordered? We definitely had some steak. I would, I don't, I can't remember. I think I remember. Oh, you remember, okay. Um... Well, that restaurant has a really good New York strip steak. Which restaurant? Tess. Tess. Oh, Tess. Yeah, so that's I, I never had steak there. Yeah, it's good. Okay, so yeah. that's had a, some meat. It's I'm good sure. and it's very, if I recall correctly, it's like very reasonably priced. That I don't remember because like I said, my date paid for it. Yeah. Was the guy, you know, like you kind of notice those things. Yeah, very, Max paid, so he went. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Which is super important too, right? It's not, no, it's, an ex- it's a fancy, nice, beautiful restaurant, but it's yeah. like you know, for it's a it's a sizable plate that they yeah. deliver, and yeah. it's not like over the top. That's expensive. it. You guys ate a steak, and that's it. Did no. she drink water? No, we had. Yeah, she drank. <laughs> <laughs> we had. Uh, I think we probably. I don't know. I'm a huge fan of grilled octopus. They have a good grilled. Oh octopus my god, I love grilled octopus too. Yeah. 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 Okay. And so she ate. Yeah, she ate. She ate. No, I know she eats. She eats. She just doesn't it's drink. Stress. Yeah, which is really cool. Okay, before I let you go, because time is going by so fast, are you, let's play a little game, if that's okay with you, since it's like about sex, dating, relationships. I want to play with both of you. I'm going to ask a bunch of questions that people send all the time, and you guys can say yes or no and give your opinions. Are you game for that? If it's something that you don't want to answer, you still have to answer. Okay. <laughs> okay. So these are yes or no don't questions? Don't take the fifth. Yeah, it's a yes or no, but if you want to elaborate, okay. if you want to elaborate a little bit, okay. go for it. Okay, but you have to answer to okay, Marsha. It's yeah, not just fair. for him. Let's be fair. Yeah. So, um, 
sex toys in bed. Is mm. that a yes or a no? Like you're dating a girl and she's like, hey, babe, let's play with my sex toys. Do you feel weird about that or not? Uh, I'm not personally into sex toys like being used on me. Um, <laughs> okay, let's clarify that. Not yeah. on you, but on her. Yeah, I'm down. Why not? Awesome. How about you? <laughs> yes. Yeah, sex toys in bed. Great. Me too. Same. Threesomes. Sure. Bring it on. Two girls and you. Uh, sure. So what if your girl said she wants to do a threesome, you and another guy? Because, you um, know, it's a fantasy of a lot of girls. Yeah. I didn't know that. I found out as I do the podcast. I never do. I've done threesomes, me and another girl for my guy. I'm not interested in doing two guys on me, but a lot of women are. Yeah. When I was younger, um, you know, college, like college age, I think I probably had a few experiences like that, but they're, you know, very with like close, close friends. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's not, you know, close friends like you and a guy. Yeah, like me and a, and a close guy friend um and and a and a girl but it's not like mm. me and the me and the you know there's no overlap with me and the and the guy <laughs> we're just kind of okay so you two and the girl yeah okay so you've done that how about you no no I two guys no for me yeah yeah More of it, yeah i, I don't know if it's done. a big no for me i'm gonna be it would depend on who the two guys are yeah. but so far i haven't felt like doing that have you done threesomes like with your guy and another girl and you don't want to do that no. either. Okay, so if you want to date Moshe, don't ask her for three reasons. <laughs> Not going to happen. <laughs> now, um, okay, that usual complaint, a lot, a lot of guys have sex and fall asleep. Uh, I love when the guy wakes me up, like, with sex in the middle of the night, 5 o'clock in the morning, early in the morning. How about you? Do you like sex in the middle of the night? Definitely not. No, when I'm, like, sleeping, I'm <sighs> sleeping. And if you... Don't bother me? Yeah. <laughs> So you don't like that the girl wakes you up like they're a blowjob or something? You're like, no? Uh, not really. I mean, that I don't, I can't say that that's ever actually happened, but I'm, no, my sleep is sacred to me. And when I sleep, I'm, I'm like, I get in, I create a little cocoon for myself. It's actually hard for me to sleep with other, with other people in the same bed. Really? Um, I mean, I get. referring to me. <laughs> <laughs> so when you have a date, like you would like that they leave? After sex? Yes. Yes. That's really bad, Max. <laughs> oh my God. That's, that's not nice. But he's being honest. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. A lot of guys. I know. Are like, like, they so get used like, to being single. You know, I know. I like, like, it's hurtful. Yes. You know, you want the guy to hold you. Need you need to know who you know. Yes. So, yes. so I'm not dating him. Yeah, there you go. I just, I mean, I don't want it to be taken what personally. What if they don't leave? How do you, do you give a hint, hint? I will hint, um... Yeah, obviously later in the relationship if we're comfortable with one another yeah. it's a, a no-brainer you know like i have had girlfriends <laughs> in my life and um and yeah we end up sleeping sharing a bed together yeah earlier in in life you know when i before i had a king size i used to have a queen size bed it was more difficult now it's like not as difficult but generally you um there's a phenomena where when you're sleeping in a novel environment, your your brain doesn't fully shut off. It's like a safety defense mechanism. It depends like, how much sex you had before. Maybe. <laughs> but it's like evolutionarily... It's These like girls a, are not making it tired. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. But I, I definitely do not sleep as well. And 
you know, as I've gotten older, I'm just, I'm, I become, I get, I'm, I'm less and less willing to compromise even a single night of sleep because I know it's not, it's not good for me. I hear that a lot. So many guys get used to being single. They're, they're like in their own environment and it's, it's okay, you know, but what happens is that you get more and more used to being by yourself and, and you, you become, it becomes harder and harder and harder for you to feel like you're going to commit to someone, but, but at least you're being honest about it. How about you? Do you like sex in the middle of the night? Yes. Me too. See, every girl loves it. That's yeah. very interesting. We so like, love what, that. like break you know, this down for me. And you I kind do. of like start touching. Yeah. La, 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 yeah. la. Oh I my do. God, it's so delicious. Well, I thought about the middle of the night, but in the morning, maybe yes. like before I get up yeah. the bed. Yeah. I think it, it was one of the biggest things that I didn't like about my ex-boyfriend. Like in the beginning of a relationship, he told yeah. me he loved morning sex, which is really important. You don't like me. morning sex, though? I'm not saying I don't like it. I, I've. You don't want to wake up somebody. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I like it. I like it. What time do you wake up? I mean, I you, you got wake up with an alarm. No, I wake up naturally. Yeah. What time? I'm very lucky. Like, I mean, today I woke up at eight a.m. Sometimes wow. some days it's seven, That's some late. days it's nine. You know. Okay. Yeah. So if you window. were awake and the girl was there, then you have no problem. I mean, I gotta pee first. <laughs> oh obviously, you gotta God. take care of nature. You know, <laughs> yeah. but. But no, I'm, tell us about that? I'm, I'm not opposed. <laughs> I'm definitely not opposed. I'm yeah. I like it. I've had it and I've liked it. Yeah. Okay. But then also like, but then also I get anxious to start the day. Like that's I what my ex-boyfriend used yeah. to say to me. I don't like to uh. linger in bed too long in the, like if we're going to have sex, yeah, let's have sex in the morning. Right. But then like, I want to get out of bed. Yeah. I want to start the day yeah. and I will get crazy anxiety if like, the day doesn't start. No, that I do too. But funny enough, yeah, that was the thing. Like my ex-boyfriend would start having sex in the morning because he knew I wanted it. And then one day he confessed that he's like, I just want to get my day going. My mind is not here. La, 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 la. And, yeah. you know, I think it's super important. Now, another funny one that, that I've been asking people lately because I did a photo shoot for a shoe brand, like, and I was wearing heels in bed. And a lot of guys have that fetish, like that, that, you fuck with the heels on. Do you? Zero. Take the shoes off. Yeah. Don't go to bed with the shoes. Zero. How about you? Yeah, interest there. Yeah. No. Believe it or not, a lot of guys like, oh, keep the heels on in bed. Yeah, I don't know. How about sexy lingerie? Do you like sexy lingerie? It doesn't matter. Uh, it, I like it. I don't mind it. Um, it's got to be lingerie that, that, yeah, that's sexy. That looks good. You know, it doesn't sound like you care too much. No, it's not like a, a fetish thing or anything. So like it that. doesn't matter. Like she's she's in wearing. I mean, I appreciate like nice nice underwear, you know, nice <laughs> nice bra, things like that. But yeah, not a big lingerie. Okay, what is your biggest turn on? Like you know, you see a girl and you're like, okay, I you know, I want to talk to this girl. I want to date her. Ooh, femininity. You know, I just like really feminine women. Mm-hmm. Um, that to me is a big turn on. How about you and a guy? Oh, take your time. <laughs> we'll come back to you. How about yes. the biggest turn off? Like you meet a girl, like oh my god, I don't want to go with all the, with this girl at all. Ooh, um, yeah. I mean, I would say uh, masculine energy. You know, we live in the in a time where like the whole like boss babe like you know mm-hmm. is has become this thing that that women aspire to and I, I i get it i'm not hating but um but for me personally like i uh 
there's like a masculine energy that's associated with like that kind of like that kind of ethos and so and for me you know i just i really like women that are very feminine very sweet mm -hmm. do you think most men are intimidated by women that are like very powerful that are the boss that are ceos you know they have public jobs or not uh you know i think it's like i just think that there's like a masculine kind of energy associated with like with with that that i think mm -hmm. isn't isn't super that that some men will have difficulty yeah. feeling attracted to not all men yeah. certainly not all men but yeah there's like you know everybody has different that's the beautiful thing about life and about sex that there's you know whoever you are like there's going to be somebody out there for you right. you know where sure. you are the hottest thing to yeah. them, you know that's all you want to be the hottest thing to one person but she's a perfect example because she's a boss bitch yeah she's the ceo of a very successful company i love the way she talks to her clients they really respect her and she's crazy cute and adorable and pretty and feminine she right? she she yeah she straddles that tightrope yes. like between both worlds yes really beautifully that's why i was attracted to her exactly yeah. i love that now before i let you go because you nutrition is your game and you talk about food all the time how do you feel about like uh bringing food as foreplay you know like the the movie scene like what is that movie the um, nine and a half weeks that they have that super sexy scene huh. in the kitchen that he yeah. finds uh, he puts a, like a, a thing in her eyes and then, like, he's feeding all this food, and she has to guess what food did, it, did you ever do that? Um, I've <laughs> been with a, a handful of women who, yeah, did want to bring food into the bedroom. And I've, I, I, I'm a very sex positive person, so I'm down for pretty much anything, you know. And if it turns the girl on, then I'm, it, it makes me even more excited. But, I um, love that. <laughs> but that's not, it wasn't, yeah, it's not my thing. It's not like, Max is a, a like, thing about food in the bedroom. I want to no. eat whipped cream on top of you. All that good stuff. Oh, you like that? You don't, you're like, no. No? <laughs> no. I will say, though. I tried it before. You, but... I did. <laughs> Guilty. It was, I don't even like yeah. whipped cream, but I yeah, just wanted to I did, spice yeah. things up. I'm not opposed. Well, here, here's something that it I will. It can be sugar-free whipped cream. <laughs> sugar-free whipped cream. Here's something that I will say that I've discovered that I would like to normalize if it's possible through this podcast. I know that the, the current dating paradigm is you take somebody out for dinner, you have dinner, and then maybe if you're lucky, you end up back in, you know, somebody's home and that's when you have sex, mm -hmm. like after dinner, before bed. But I would love to normalize sex before dinner. Yeah, I've had a few relationships where um, that became kind of like the normal, the norm. Mm -hmm. And it's so much better because after dinner, you're like digesting, yes. you're bloated, all the blood is in your stomach. And then you're supposed to like go home and be expected to like feel your sexiest and perform. <laughs> it's super lame. Like, and that's the, that's the current norm. I think it would be way better if you could have the sex first and then treat dinner as like the after sex. So how do you do that? One celebrate. Dating someone. You just take them to dinner and then no. he'll come to you my house. You have sex first. Yeah. And I agree because for me, there is nothing like the best appetite in the world is the appetite right after you have sex. Oh, it's yeah. It's a different hunger. Yeah. It's the sexy. I agree. I think that's a fantastic idea. Well, yeah, it's probably to Moshe's point, it's probably difficult at first to, to yeah. do that because you need that sort of right. courting dinner right. thing. Yeah. But like as soon as you can transition, yeah. you should 
have you should like arrange it so that like look you're you've already had sex you've broken the ice <laughs> so let's have the date first at my house or wherever you have sex yes. for as long as you want and then you have the dinner maybe you cook together or you go to the restaurant yeah. but it just it makes everything so much better and then you go to bed after the dinner yes you know or at some point after the dinner yeah. right yeah you're not sex out of the way yeah because it's like <laughs> The way current, I feel I'm very passionate about this. I can see I that. am too. I you, am too. I yeah. agree with you one million percent. So it's so not optimal the way we, we currently do it. You're bloated, yes. you're digesting, and then like you're tired. And right before sex or right before bed, you have sex. Yeah. And then you're just like, you know, and then that, you know, yeah, just I eats know. into your sleep time. It's just so and far from optimal. a lot of guys optimal. can't perform well, too. You know, I'm sorry. But a lot of guys, like you said, their, their belly's full. They're like, oh, my God, they can't get it up very as well as they would before the meal. You know, it affects performance. We only have so much blood. Yes. Right? Like, if we're digesting, <laughs> yeah. that blood is, like, in our stomach. If you need it to be somewhere else, we're eating after. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much. I hope you guys out there are listening because this was the best sex advice ever on this podcast you should be like a sex expert as well yes. i'm down well, maybe this do you want to be... write a book together the genius sex life maybe this will be this, the start of something new for the me. genius yeah. sex life yeah. we can yeah. we can we can put our sex knowledge together we're not going to have sex we already know that because i like it in the middle of the night you don't <laughs> i like it in the morning you don't <laughs> I can be did you guys have sex no no so you, did you kiss yeah yes. Okay, was it good? Yes, yes. Oh, so good. I see like some sexual tension here in the room. <laughs> you exactly guys are too cute. Sexual. They're both yeah. blushing. Yeah, I mean, for sure. So if you do go on, on more dates, please come back and share. Will do. Thank you so much. This was such a pleasure. It was so much fun. So fun. Thank it's you. really nice meeting. I'm sure we're going to be great friends. Thank you, doll. You're amazing. And thank you for actually introducing me to him. I'm, I'm very, very grateful. And I love you. Thank you. So let me tell people where your Instagram is so they can actually yeah, see your work. Single, guys. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe you guys are going to go and, and jump and, and jump each other's bones in the car after all this sex talk. I don't know. Let's see. Maybe. Maybe. Max Lugavier. Did I say that right? Yes. Lugavier yeah, is your Instagram. And I love your podcast. Thank you so much. I really, life. really do. I was listening to one episode after the other because you interviewed these insanely intelligent doctors. Your guests are incredible. So I highly recommend you guys listen because you can change your life by nutrition. We didn't talk a lot about that, but but seriously, 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 you can feel so much better if you change the way you eat. Right? Yeah. I have to add something. Every time I post about Max, my DMs like like full of ladies and men. They're like, we, we love him. Mm -hmm. he, has, he has so many fans. It's crazy. <laughs> no, I know. What days do you put um uh, the new episodes of the podcast? Every Wednesday. Every, Every Wednesday. Wednesday. So yeah. today you're doing one. Yeah, so we put up a new episode today. We put up um, our content on YouTube. Our, our shows go up on YouTube as well. Um, yeah, and then always active on Instagram. My books are out there. If you want to, you know, like Genius Kitchen is my most recent book. So if you want... Uh, two-in-one wellness guide and cookbook with lots of beautiful food photos and a few photos of me. Which doesn't hurt because you are major, major eye candy. And so are you. You guys are gorgeous and super, super nice. The kind of people that I love talking to. It was such an honor having you on Karen Belize. Pleasure I hope you had team. fun. Yes, had a blast. Yeah, thank, thank you so much, guys. And I see, I will see everyone really, really soon. Thank you. Be safe out there and have, a lo have lots of sex. Yes. Bye. Thank you. Yay. Yay. 
And before I let you go, I know February, the month of Valentine's is gone. Today's March, which obviously is my favorite month because I love it. It's my birthday, March 6th. But I got to tell you guys that the love collection on girlyalamo.com and girlyalamo.shopping is still there. It was so successful. We sold so much of it, of the adorable t-shirts, sweatshirts, beanies, mugs with love themes that we brought it back and replenished, but just for a few more weeks before we launched the spring collection on the second half of March. So if you're looking for an adorable gift or if you want to spread out love, check out girlyalamode.shopping on Instagram, girlyalamode for the love collection. Super cozy, basic, casual pieces, like I said, like sweatshirts, sweatpants, t-shirts, long sleeves, t-shirts, adorable beanies, everything with the love theme. Also, a super special shout out to Better Than Sex LA. Those of you guys that listen to my podcast all the time, you know that Better Than Sex is a very sexy desserts and drinks lounge here in LA in the heart of West Hollywood on Merrose Avenue. We had my birthday celebration and the launch of a magazine cover that I'm in last week at Better Than Sex and it was so much fun. All my guests love it. It's such a great place for date night, for to go with your friends and have fun. It's sexy. It's indulgent. It puts you in the mood. If you're not dating, it definitely puts you in the mood to go out there and flirt Check it out if you guys are in the LA area, Better Than Sex LA, and it's the same name on Instagram, Better Than Sex. Thank you guys so much for supporting me, supporting the podcast, and one more time, thank you for the most amazing birthday party last week. You guys can see the photos and the videos. They're all over my Instagram, at Zamuro. If you guys are into health, wellness, eating clean, living well, aging well, as much as I am, check out this website, North American Herb and Spice. It's very unique in the wellness industry because it is an entirely woman-owned business founded by Judy Gray. She has a master's of science and nutrition. And I love because she believes in sustainable practices. She founded North American Herb and Spice to provide everyone with unprecedented access to truly natural wild plant remedies. They source all the ingredients from remote mountains of the Mediterranean, valleys of the Amazon forest. They make sure they use the finest fruits, herbs, and spices in the world to formulate their products. Everything is hand-picked, gluten-free, all natural. And the end result is the purest, most powerful extracts made from the best pesticide-free, chemical-free, and solvent-free ingredients. Check it out, NorthAmericanHerbAndSpice.com. Amazing.